Welcome again to the lunch break. This is Matt and Nick's with me today. Hey, I was, hey. I was all by my lonesome. Yeah, some pretty good calls. Um, so I'm I'm happy to have someone here. So it doesn't doesn't make me seem like a crazy person talking to myself. Um, so I'm excited to bring you the official opening opening day of NBA DFS. Um, and we got a, actually a, a pretty good one. Um, I'm just looking over all the, uh, numbers and the increased opportunities that, uh, some of these rockets are going to provide. Um, we'll know a little bit more about what they're going to, uh, look like tonight. I know the game is going to be played because they will have at least eight on their active roster. Um, so keep following that situation, but let's go into it uh, a little bit with some of the teams uh, that we want to target um, that have some high implied totals. And it's let's start off with the highest implied total, and that's Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia today against Washington should put up some points, and it should be a pretty good day uh, for Joel Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons and company. So. Uh, they are right now the top, and then the second is uh, the Phoenix Suns. So a lot of people are liking Devin Booker today, uh, and for good reason. Now that he has Chris Paul, he's going to shoulder some of the scoring burden away from him. Uh, so those Suns and the Matt, Philadelphia. Yeah, I was going to say, I think um, you might be missing uh, one in there, and that's the Hawks-Bulls with the implied total over-under of – um, on some books, I think the line has shifted a little bit, but 232 and a half. Yes. I know um, Washington and Philly is 230, and I think uh, Suns Mavericks is 233. So I would focus on those three games for sure. Um, and then kind of looking at, you know, I know Memphis and San Antonio is going to have a high total as well. So. Gotcha. Um, on, I mean, each books differ, each lines differ, but, um, I know some have been shifting, some haven't, but yeah, I would, I mean, those three games that have an over of two thirty, I mean, those are definitely great games to look at. Um, I'm definitely really intrigued by the Houston Rockets to see who really is going to play on that team. Um, there's leaning that John wall is going to be out. Boogie has just been confirmed in. Is that true? Uh, I think he tested negative. So okay. let me check check on his status. Um, yeah, well, you're checking on that. Um, I know that um, Harden is probably – he's a 50-50 again. Um, so I think, you know, we haven't heard much about Christian Wood. And if all those guys are out, I think Wood is a phenomenal play. Over in that 6-3 range, I mean – I don't see someone not playing him um, in a game like that. He's going to be the sole guy. Uh, sorry, yeah, he's 6-4 um, in that Houston game. So I really like him there. I think, you know, that team's going to push pace. I know Eric Gordon's also another guy to look out for just because of, you know, the role that he'll have with the team. And he's a more veteran guy on the Rockets. So who knows uh, who's going to be getting looks. But I really like Christian Wood in the situation. Yeah, I think – Given the present situation, it opens up a lot for Wood. Um, yeah. With uh, Wall and Cousins in, he still had 36% yeah. usage rate, which that's <laughs> super high. So Wood's going to yeah. be one of those guys that's going to be great this year. 
Um, so I think that when you look at it, when you look at this Houston Rockets situation, right, um, they are going to have a whole bunch of players that are going to have to fill minutes. So um, any of these guys really are, are great options. I think it leads with Eric Gordon. Um, it all depends, you know, if, if they rule Harden in, we're having a completely different conversation. Yeah. You know, if they rule any other, any of these people in, we're having a different conversation, you know. So I think there is some opportunity for these Rockets guys, but you got to watch the news. Uh, you got to, you got to be news watching. You got to be paying attention around uh, four o'clock Pacific yeah. time, seven o'clock Eastern. Um, and so if you're not, then you're going to miss out on some golden opportunities to get some value guys in there. Um, so focus, I would say the teams to focus today, uh, Washington, Philadelphia, uh, the Phoenix suns and the Atlanta Hawks, Yeah, I think would be my, my favorite teams, um, to find players on. I agree. I really like it. I think, yeah, there's, uh, there's also definitely some gold in the Grizzlies Spurs game too. Yeah, um, it'll not, be interesting. Not as much, though, I think, as the ones you just listed, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I could also see, you know, uh, New Orleans and, and having Zion. That might be uh, a little bit more higher scoring than what is being projected. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's another one that I would I would pay attention to. And and a couple of these these late night hammers. Sacramento gives up a ton of, of points. They do. And Denver. And Denver, to be honest with you, like they are coming, uh, they're coming into a game that's going to be a little bit higher of a pace. So there might be some options uh, yeah. in the very end end of this slate in those back two games. So you make sure that you're you're diversifying everything. Um, yeah. So I I would say, you know, um, there's some really great options, and uh, let's let's go over them position by position. Um, we're going to start with the top end point guards. Who's your favorite top end point guard for me personally. And there could be a little bias to this, but cause he's one of my favorite players is I think Luca without a question is my favorite point guard of the slate. He's probably one of my favorite players on the slate. He's a top three, at least for me. Um, when it also comes to top end, um, I know people like Trey Young. I just think Atlanta has just acquired so many new weapons. I mean, to play him at 9-7 and know that he's not going to be the guy and putting up every single shot just worries me. So I'm not big on Trey Young today. I can't, I kind of want to see what Atlanta's going to do first. Um, I do obviously really like Ben Simmons, and I like Damian Lillard. So um, I, I like those guys, and then I, I also think – just based solely based on his performances in the playoffs last week. I mean, uh, last year, Jamal Murray has to be looked at against Sacramento. Yeah. Jamal Murray is going to be the guy and he's, he's at a relatively good price at seven, eight. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm particularly thrilled to play anyone on that Denver team. Um, I know it's going to be a higher pace. So uh, I, I, I think that I would prioritize um, elsewhere. I think my favorite point guard in the high spend-ups is Russell Westbrook. Mm. Uh, just with this new offense, he's going to have Bradley Beal that will be able to, to shelter some of the scoring and, and, and take some of the load off of him, which is going to be perfect because uh, it's going to result in Russell Westbrook having uh, his old usage rate back. And 
I wanna I wanna remind people when he had that usage rate uh that was astronomical, his price was in the eleven K range. So um when you look at it, if he gets back to anywhere close to that uh usage rate and, and his ability to score fantasy points, then Russell Westbrook is going to be the guy that you're you're gonna have to go out and target. He's gonna have a, a tough matchup against Philadelphia. It should be a high scoring game. Um, we'll end up seeing what exactly this Wizards offense is, but I would be interested in playing Russell Westbrook, but there is some merit in not playing him and saving that point guard opportunity uh, to, to switch into one of these guys that's in the later games and then switch out of it um, as you go. So I really love Russell Westbrook as my top end spend uh, along with the guys that you, you mentioned um, I think there is a lot of really good point guards in the, the mid K, you know, the, in the lower K range uh, that you can go play. But um, I, I think, you know, there is a lot of room for Russell Westbrook to exceed his price point today. Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's definitely there's going to be a lot of point guards on the slate. Um, I do like those two as my favorite, I think of the slate. Um, I think you got to look at them. If you're going to go really low, um, like if you want to save some money, I know, you know, shout out to Eddie, <laughs> the Cleveland guy. I know he, he loves Rozier in games against Cleveland. And also yeah. I wanted to run it back. I think just because of the price point, I do like Garland in the situation at point guard too. So um, I mean, those two, that's room for value um, in those two positions. But other than that, I mean, we could talk about point guards all day because of the amount of guys that are on here. But if we were really to list them out, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Luca or Westbrook. Yeah, I, to kind of touch on, I'm. I mean, like he plays uh, Rozier in in the event, like he he does it in the hometown narrative. <laughs> um, that's his thing, and he's been right a couple of times. I'm not exactly sure what this Charlotte offense is going to look yeah. like. Um, but he's so he's priced so cheap to how good he was last year. Yep. Um, and if he's gonna find it, all depends. If Gordon Hayward is, I I need to check his status, uh, real quick. But um, if I he think he's playing, playing. Then I, if he's playing, then I don't really want um, a whole lot of uh, Charlotte. Maybe outside of Lamelo yeah. Ball, but I I really love uh, these offensive threats uh, in Chicago. Because Atlanta last year, obviously this is a new Atlanta team, but Atlanta last year was really bad at guarding the guard position. They give a ton of points to guards. Um, so if that's the case, then you, it opens up guys like Kobe White, um, who's going to be the starter this year and not coming off the bench. And it opens up guys like Zach Levine, who are both relatively to their price, could definitely exceed that price point. Um, they've shown a lot of flashes, so... I like them in the boomer bust mentality, and I like those two Chicago point guards. Um, and I, I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of interested in Lamelo Ball, and because he's going to stuff the stat sheet, he's really good defensively. He was scoring um, the bucket in the last couple preseasons. Um, I like Lamelo Ball more than um, the field is going to like them, and he, I think his price is going to go is is about going to go up to uh, a crazy amount because he's going to have the ball in his hands the entire time. Like the, who else are you going to trust? You know, Graham and Rozier, the, the team last year was one of the worst teams. There's a reason why they got the third pick in the draft. So 
I think they're going to play a lot of Lamelo ball, and his price is a little bit high as opposed to other rookies, but I kind of like it um, for being a little bit low to where he should be. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing with Ball is he has to score the ball <laughs> for me to like him a lot. So I, I hope you know he's a phenomenal facilitator from what we've seen. So um, well, the the good news about that is they're playing the Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers, who are really bad. So. Uh, against guards last year. But the, then again, they just got um, Okura, who's a great defender. Um, if Sexton is on uh, LaMelo Ball, you will love that. If Sexton is on Terry Rozier, then you will love Terry Rozier. It just all depends on where Cleveland is going to yeah. uh, prioritize their team. Yes. Uh, sorry, Eddie. I think Cleveland's by far the worst team this year, too. <laughs> so yeah, it I makes mean, torch them. They're they're in there for yeah. sure. They're in there in the bottom. But I, I'd say my my favorite mid spend uh, is Kobe White. Um, considering if he pops off, then then you're looking into a pretty good position. Um, but other than that, you know, some of these low K guys, the four K guys. Um, I mean, Rozier is great. I mean, Kendrick Nunn might be interesting. Um, he's available. I don't think that we're going to see the Miami Heat be trotting out their starters for more than 35 minutes, 37 minutes. So that gives the opportunity for Kendrick Nunn uh, to go in and play some minutes. Um, and then additionally, uh, Killian Hayes is another one to watch. I'm not even quite sure what we're going to get out of this Detroit team, but if D'Angelo Russell's guarding him, then I, I would kind of want to, you know, take a shot on, on a rookie that's pretty low priced. Yeah. That about does it for the point guard position, unless you got anything else. No, I mean, <clears throat> it's definitely a big slate. So um, I would, yeah. my biggest advice Ooh. would be make sure you're finding guys that you, you're going to be very comfortable with playing and they're going to get minutes and you know they're going to get opportunities because there's a lot of point guards on there that will and there's a lot of risky plays that might not. So in a big slate like this, that's that's the best advice I would have. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Um, let's go into some of these plays. Uh, shooting guard, obviously the, the top shooting guard tonight is going to be um, either Devin Booker or Bradley yeah. Beal. Um, there's no doubt about it in my mind that it's probably going to be Booker. Um, but, you know, I think that if you're looking in the point guard or shooting guard position, there's a ton of great plays. Yeah. Um, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Shai Gilgis, Alexander against the Houston team. That's going to be depleted. Zach Levine against really bad uh, guard play in Atlanta. D'Angelo Russell against Detroit, where he's going to either have the defense of uh, young Killian Hayes or um, going to have uh, the shooting guard. I'm blanking on his name. He just played for Dallas. He moved Seth. over. Anyways, he's going to have he, – uh, God, i got to look up his name. He's 4-2. Oh, DeLon Wright. Oh, DeLon there Wright. we go. That's Seth also gonna, moved over, too. The, yeah, that's yeah. So it depends. Like he's gonna have some pretty bad de- defense on him, mm-hmm. um, and so D'Angelo Russell, like Demar Derozan, is in a great spot. And then you kind of scroll down. Fred VanVleet is way too cheap. So if you're looking at these top end spends, you have a r- lot of really good options to uh, be contrarian and, and play against. You know, leverage the field. I think Shai Gilgis Alexander's ownership is going to be, you know, astronomically low. Um, and I think Zach Levine is getting overlooked. So 
those are my two guys that I think that if you're trying to leverage against some ownership, those are my two favorite. Zach Levine is my favorite to leverage against. Well, that's good because sure. SGA is my favorite. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean, there's perfect. a good correlation there. Um, obviously, I know you just talked about most of the top end spends, but I can even – I know you were talking a little bit about the long right. Um, I want to go a guy that's priced extremely similar to him in Alec Burks, too, coming from Philly and now in New York. Um, I'm 99% sure. I'm, I'm, I need a double check, but I'm pretty sure he's starting tonight. And I think, you know, I he could really get some good minutes and get some good production for 4200 So that would be another guy that yeah. I'd look at down there. Um, other than that, like, I do like SGA and – Levine and I even Mitchell too against Portland. I, I feel like that's going to be a higher scoring game than people think, but you know, with Rudy Gobert in there, you never know. So, um, I mean, DeMar DeRozan also is a great spot, especially with the pace that Memphis is going to bring. Um, <clears throat> other than that, I would look to spend up more on shooting guard rather than down. Cause I do see guys, but I just don't love, love anyone besides kind of those two guys that we pointed on, Wright and Burks, uh, to really take over at a shooting guard spot for cheap. I would much rather, you know, get value at the point guard position rather than the shooting guard position and pay up for like a Brooker, a Beal, a Mitchell, an SGA, a Levine, DeRozan, and so on. Yeah, I I definitely am prioritizing around spending up at uh, shooting guard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also think there is some merit in the 4K range to consider – uh, Seth Curry, I if he's the starter, he's yeah. never really gotten more than thirty. You know, he, he he didn't he in Dallas he rarely got more than thirty minutes, and uh, if he's cooking, you know he he puts up good numbers when he plays minutes. So if he's scoring the basketball in a game where Philadelphia is going to need scoring, right? Yeah. They're going up against Washington. You should love all these Philadelphia guys, but um, yeah. I think that he. He might be someone to consider. It's a definitely a boomer bust play. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go out and be all excited, but if he booms, you know, against a bad defense in a game that's going to have a high over under, then hey, I would consider Steph Curry or Seth Curry. Um, figuring he puts up Steph Curry numbers. Yeah. Um, and and then one other that I wanted to touch on. I know we're we're kind of we're going on all the Charlotte pieces, but uh, Devontae Graham is just so cheap, you know. Yeah so cheap and he's going to be having some semblance of defense. I think there is a little bit of a correlation um, with Colin Sexton being a shooting guard and how they're going to um, run with him. But I mean, like other than those two, I I don't really get excited about anyone that is a a lower tier spend um, in addition to Alec Burks, who I also like. And Delon Wright and Steph Curry, or Seth Curry. I mean, those are the only ones that I'd really be super excited about. Yeah. Maybe I would get excited about Buddy Heald, um, considering he's going to be uh, he's going to have to shoot the ball. But I guess what I prefer Dylan Brooks tonight um, over any of the people that I just mentioned. He's my favorite mid-price spend, and he's going to put up numbers as the second scorer uh, for Memphis. So I like Dylan Brooks tonight a lot. Yeah. And to attest to my point earlier, um, Alex Burks will be starting. <clears throat> so I think he's a great play at shooting guard for four, two, 
you're going to get a lot of production. Yeah. Um, so moving on to small forwards, um, we just heard Gordon Hayward's going to be in. Um, mm-hmm. This is definitely an interesting group of small forwards. Um, it's re- it's really thin. Yes, I mean the, the it's really thin. Uh, I think a very safe play is always Giannis. Yes, um, can never go wrong. Considering, yeah. So I think that he is going to come out and and just dominate. Uh, the problem is is I I have trouble fitting him into my lineups. Yeah. Um, considering I want to prioritize uh, spending up at center and spending up at shooting guard and spending up at point guard. Um, so it's tough to fit Giannis in. I think for those reasons, some people would be interested in Giannis. You know, it, Boston is not bad defensively, um, and they did they did do a great job of, of stopping him. Uh, Miami did a great job of stopping him. And I mean, if he, he comes out and he comes and gets hot and, and goes off, you're going to love um, him in your lineups. And it, it just kind of all depends with all this Rockets news. You might be able to fit Giannis in because they're going to be starting a three, five guy who's going to play 30 minutes. So um, there might be a couple of free squares that you can go ahead and, and count on. Um, so I would be really interested in, in Giannis and I'd be really interested um, today in playing Brandon Ingram. Uh, I know there is a little bit of a thing. It's either Zion or Brandon Ingram is going to be taking away from each other. Um, but this New Orleans team should have a ton of different options to, to go after the ball with. Uh, I think he's in play because they just signed him to a max deal. They really believe in him. I, I think Brandon Ingram is set to, to have a pretty good day against a team that's going to have a tough time, uh, you know, choosing either Ingram or, um, or, uh, or Zion, the guard. So I, I like Brandon Ingram. And then Tobias Harris is way too cheap, like way, 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 way too cheap at 6'6". Six, six. Um, I know generally you don't play Tobias Harris unless Ben Simmons or, um, or uh, Embiid is out, but, Today, I kind of like him in a game that should feature a lot of uh, points being scored, and he's going to get overlooked, and maybe he, he ends up having to be the guy because you have one of the two struggling, and, and he has to pick it up. So I, I like Tobias Harris. Um, and then I, I, the only person that I kind of like in this mid-range is uh, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, it's going to be R.J. Barrett's team. Um, him and Julius Russell are going Randall. to get the majority of or Julius Randall, Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> one of the guys. Uh, but Julius Randall is going to be uh, – they're going to get a ton of playing time in this Tibbs system. I like all these Knicks, to be honest with you. Um, they're going to play upwards of, you know, 38 minutes a night, and you're going to like the, the production that they get out of them. Um, and RJ Barrett is going to be one of those guys that's going to have his price, uh, be brought up. And I like it that he's at the small forward position. Um, and so I think that, uh, you know, we are going to have some openings with this Houston team. So Eric Gordon is one of them that you should watch. And then, um, last but not least, Probably the points per value play of the day is Denny Avidria. 
uh, he's going to be uh, a really great play at three five. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I know you talked mostly, you know, you, you talked a good amount about the top guys, so um, I'm gonna uh, pass that because I know you know there's good value up there. Um, I really do like Larry Nance in this situation. I think uh, with Kevin Love out, he's going to get a lot of good playing time. And then I think, I mean, you know, take a shot on the rookie, uh, Anthony Edwards, the number one overall pick, if you want to, um, if you need something to squeeze in there. I know Wiseman, even though Kerr said he was going to play in short spurts, he had a killer day. So he's also got to take a a good um, look at when you're looking at small forward. So definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, Knicks too. Uh RJ is definitely one of those guys that is going to do well. I like him. I like the Knicks too. So um, with that, I don't know if you have any more small fours, but we could always move to power forward. Um, nope. I, I got like, nothing else. I do like uh, Jason Tatum, especially in this top. I honestly would love to see the Kumbo Tatum lineup together. I know it's super expensive, but I think those guys are going to clash they're going to do really well against each other. So it's going to be one of those games. It's probably going to be the best game of the night, maybe next to the Dallas Phoenix game. Who knows? But um, I think there's going to be, you know, stars are going to need to produce. And the second guy I'm looking at in the power forward stage is Pascal Siakam, which I think a lot of people are going to overlook because of where he is. Uh, I, he's still a major part of that team and they're going to need him down low, especially against the Zion, especially with Serge gone to the Clippers He's going to have to produce even more than he has. So I like him in that spot. Um, obviously, we talked about Christian Wood at 6'4", who's killing it. Um, Cleaver also at 5'3", when it comes to his um, counterpart, Porzingis, being out. And I know you know you have a couple of guys to talk about so um, that I'm passing. So, um, I mean, other than that, those are the guys I, I really, really like at the power forward position. Uh, yeah, I think the – other people that were were missing on this is um, uh, Lori Markinen, who should be in line to to have a little bit more usage against a uh, smaller Atlanta team. I like centers against Atlanta. Um, in this case, I think that you're going to see a lot of Wendell Carter uh, on. Um, you're going to see a lot of Wendell Carter on John Collins. I actually really love John Collins tonight with the increased usage rate with Clint Capella being out, he's a really great option. Um, I know Darius Baisley is going to get a lot of playing time for this OKC team. That's going to be really young and going to have to rely on people who have played the system before. So I really love him. Um, I'd like to also point out if you really need a free square, uh, dependent upon all the things that settle out with this Houston team, Bruno Cabracolo, is going to be a guy that might play a ton of minutes, had a really good preseason. He's a guy that has played, has playing experience, really good points per minute player. Uh, if he gets a bunch of minutes tonight, you're going to want to play him as a free square. Um, and then I just gave you two free squares with uh, Denny and Bruno Cabacolo. Yeah. The only problem is there's a lot of really great plays at the power forward position. Um, so those are my, my guys at power yeah. forward. Uh, last but not least, uh, unless you have no, anything else. I think, it, yeah, we're definitely looking good. The piece de resistance is the center <laughs> position because there's about like, there's so many players. Oh my gosh, the yes. Position. Center and point guard. <laughs> there's so many. Center and point guard. So many. Uh, so I'll just go through it really quick. Um, I mean, 
these are the three clear-cut plays. Uh, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, and Andre Drummond. Um, and then maybe you could throw DeAndre Ayton in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, out of those four, who's your favorite? Out of those four, I mean, if you gave me all of them at zero, like the same salary, Joel Embiid, no question. Um, I just think Washington's going to push his pace a little bit, and he's just going to dominate in there. Um, Thomas Bryant, former IU guy, <laughs> love him, but I think MB's just going to be too big and too physical. I really like him at this spot. Um, I do like Drummond um, at the that two, uh, and then Carl Anthony Towns. I just, you know, I know the guy's going through a lot right now, so I, I just, you know, personally don't know where his head's at with this whole situation. So I feel for the guy a lot, but. It's one of those where it's just I have no idea. And when I don't really have a clear cut, like, you know, I know he's ready to produce, I tend to avoid him a little bit. Uh, Yeah, I do want to also point out that he does – Thomas Bryant does a really great job on Joel Embiid. Um, He's going to – the only concern is foul trouble. Uh, to kind of put it in perspective, when he was guarding Embiid in the bubble, uh, he at, he had 19 and 10 rebounds, Love that. 19 points, 10 rebounds, four blocks, two steals. So he was absolutely a monster. So I'll, I'll put him in. I'll put him in there and say, love to see it. He's you always to love to see. Yeah, Matt Towton, my eye, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's for that reason. I'm not as excited about mm-hmm. Joel Embiid as um, you know him. Uh, as everyone else, but I'd say that my favorite in that um, is Andre Drummond, just based off a of price point. Uh, Charlotte, terrible at the center position, guarding center position, uh, second to last. Um, there's a reason why they said, you know, centers against Washington and centers against Charlotte. Uh, but I think Thomas Bryant is a little bit, uh, has done well enough against Embiid in the past that I'm a little bit more confident in saying, that I like Andre Drummond, but the leverage play is Carl Anthony Towns for sure. Um, so I'd keep that in mind. And I'd say a couple other guys, Hassan Whiteside, although I, I'm not sure about his minutes. Sacramento is kind of funky uh, and how they distribute yeah, minutes. I don't so know if he'll start. I'm not. Yeah. So. And so it, at that price range, you could just afford Thomas yeah. Bryant and call it a day. Um, additionally, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Toronto is going to guard Stephen Adams, Zion, and Brandon Ingram all together. One of those three is going to have a really great game. Uh, I'm not sure who. And then last but not least, um, I think Wendell yeah. Carter Jr. deserves some I mention. It's Hawks. You know, Hawks centers are not really great, especially if John Collins is in. Um, and with uh, – with, um, Clint Capella yeah. being out that opens up for a lot on the other side. Um, and if you're interested, those five, five guys, any, you pick one of those three or four, um, except for miles Plumley, and you should be happy. Mitchell Robinson should be in, in the starting yeah. lineup, but he's going to be on the bench behind Herland's Noel, uh, until he gets in the starting lineup. I would, I would yeah. be cautious. And, uh, one Mitchell more Robinson. guy. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> Uh, one more guy that I think, because um, we were talking about the Rockets and there's opportunity there, is I think, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, he's, he's tested negative. So if he plays and Wood plays and no one else, you know, they got Gordon. Remember, DeMarcus Cousins is 4-5. With that amount of minutes and production that he could potentially get, 
I think that's a great play for the salary, but like make sure you monitor all the injury reports on the Rockets right now. Not injury, but COVID reports. Yeah, you got you got definitely you yeah. got to watch that one. It's not one to just lock exactly. and, and forget about. So, all right, I think that just about does uh, position by position. Um, last but not least, it's a staple here <laughs> in Slush Fun Sports. Um, give me your Kanye gut feeling. Uh, Kanye gut feeling. Uh, I just. I think my favorite, I think, you know, I know he's priced really, really high, but I think Luca is going to be the best player on the slate tonight. Um, and then I really do think SGA will, you know, will be in the top three shooting guards. And I think Harden, if he, even if he plays, will not even be in the top three. Um, so I think, you know, those I'm sticking with the guards don't have a crazy gut feeling this week, but you know, those, that'd be it for now. I'll, I'll have my crazy gut feeling be Russell Westbrook out. Ooh, um, I think, I think the Dallas is going to be a little bit more cautious uh, with Luca uh, in a game that really, they, they're not going to run him out there opening night and run him out there for 38 minutes, especially after playing in the bubble. Um, so I, I'm a little bit more on Russell Westbrook at his price point. Um, I will also say that another free square is playing, Denny Aventuria. Uh He's 3-5. He's going to be in the starting lineup. Philadelphia is Philadelphia, but that game yep. should have a ton of points. And I think he's a good basketball three, player. 3-5. And uh, that's great. Yeah, 3-5. That's you want as many free squares yep. as possible. So I just gave you a free square. Bruno Cravacolo could be another free square. Um, and then I, I think you could also have a free square and Eric Gordon yep. at 4-5. Um, those are the ones that are that, allow you to pay up for different positions. Yeah. So that's my Kanye Love gut it. feelings. And that just about does our, our little lunchtime breakdown. Uh, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a great couple days for the NBA. Opening yep. night, Love baby. It. Well, good luck and uh, peace out. Peace out.